0: I think to a large extent we've seen this kind of woman empowerment in the position of president, prime minister, kind of high office. We've seen uh, Joyce Banda, despite her, her, term, her term in office, we've seen Ellen Johnson sir, leave president of Liberia, seen the EU get Zuma, So we've seen this turnaround in Africa's kind of gender parity in, in the context of trying to ensure that there's equal representation in power, of trying to ensure that women are part of the political structures. And Mauritius is not just in Africa, but it's also a strategically located island between, in the Indian Ocean, room. so it kind of is one of those anchor states in the Indian Ocean where it's part of a a broader economic corridor between Asia and in particular South Asia as well as for
1: the East Coast of Africa. You talk about its strategic economic position and internationally Mauritius is seen as one of the richest and least corrupt countries in Africa. How do you believe Mauritius has been able to achieve that status internationally?
0: Well, you see, Mauritius, in a sense, is one of those poster children for international political economy, for economic governance, and so forth. For the last couple of years, it's essentially been cited as one of the most stable economies. It's been attracting a lot of FDI. Secondly, it's in terms of its purchasing power parity for GDP, it's been increasing in terms of its wealth creation. It's It's also become a very attractive investment destination because of the fact that to do business in Mauritius is quite low. In other words, the the bureaucratic red tape has actually been significantly reduced to encourage more investment, to encourage more private sector business and so forth. So in that context, Mauritius has really demonstrated itself. Basically, I think it also comes from previous leadership in terms of where they want to position the island as an important
1: corridor for investment. So let me ask you the question most would be asking. Are there any lessons that South Africa could draw from Mauritius?
0: what's interesting about Mauritius is that it's an island, so any any kind of economic analysis will give you if you're looking for the kind of projections that the World Bank and other economic institutions try to, to put forward as what is the best practice. Mauritius comes out tops because relatively speaking, and if you think about it in the context of comparative analysis, you can't really compare Mauritius with a country like South Africa given the fact that structurally and institutionally you have very different environments, remembering that you have a population of, I think, just over uh, 1.3 million people, whereas you have a population in South Africa of just over 50 million or touching around 53 million. So those are stats that we have to be careful of when we say, well, it's the most stable. Except, yes, it's a stable environment, and I think to some extent as well, Uh, Let's not assume that everything is stable. I think every society is relatively stable. And in the case of Mauritius, I think there are people that are dissatisfied, particularly, I think, as the foreign direct investment comes in, particularly from the Chinese as well. There's questions about labor issues and so forth.